the Next In Line podcast, where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is next in line. As always, I'm your host, Chance Pitts, and I would like to thank you for tuning in to this episode. Guys, as always, let's get the housekeeping out of the way early. If you receive value from this podcast, whether that's this episode or any of the other episodes that we have put out, if you are liking what you're seeing on social media, that's at Next In Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Guys, please, please, please make sure you're sharing that content with like-minded individuals or someone who might be able to benefit from that same message that you are receiving. It goes an incredibly long way with getting the message out there, getting the movement out there, and reaching the largest audience that we can. Uh, Y'all guys don't know how much I appreciate that. I know y'all are currently doing that because we are seeing our views go up. We're seeing our interactions go up, our likes, our shares, uh, seeing some ratings moving around. And also, we are seeing a higher number of people following and subscribing to our social media accounts so much appreciated thank y'all so much Uh, you have no idea how much that means thank you guys diving into this thoughtful thursday we got another one it seems like we just did the last one time's flying but let's take it as a compliment that means we're getting closer to the things that we want to do and closer to our goals as we keep working every single day this thursday i want to talk to y'all about something that is very personal to me, very near and dear whenever I look back on it. And that is the event that happened almost a year ago to this day. And that is the big, great freeze of Texas in 2021. Uh, I don't know how y'all were affected by it, but my family and my crew had a heck of a time with it. We lived in a rent house in Sugarland, Texas at the time, and we were in an older house, so whenever the freeze came, we lost power, of course, like a lot of other people did, but then we returned to something that was less than ideal, I guess is just the best way of saying it. It, it outright sucked. We had a lot of frozen pipes in the attic. The insulation was insufficient, uh, and even if it would have been all right, We probably wouldn't have ended up in a good place with the pipes being as old as they were and just the roof not being as insulated as it should be and a couple of other things, factors like that, that helped contribute to it. But all in all, we ended up with about six different holes in pipes and once the water was cut back on, once things defrosted just enough, we ended up with a flooded rent house. Our neighbors actually called us and let us know what was going on, and we had to rush over and try to save some things. Um, They ended up with a huge ordeal, and we ended up breaking a lease and moving out of it. But there's a lot of great things that came out of that situation, and that's what I want to talk to you all about today. I want to talk to you all about the five lessons that I learned during the great Texas freeze of 2021. Let's start off with number one, guys. Number one is you have to take control of your own situation and your circumstances. I always say it. I've said it a million times. It might not be your fault, but it's 100% your responsibility to fix the situation you find yourself in. And along with that, not all of the bad things in your life that come your way are bad things. A lot of them lead to opportunities to grow. And what I mean by this first point with taking control of your situation and owning your circumstances is that whenever these pipes busted, everyone was going through the same exact problems that we were as well. So whenever we 
ran into this issue, it was next to impossible to get a number of things, including a plumber, a response from our leasing company, our property management company, and also fittings and etc. to fix the pipes in the roof to restore water so we can have some sort of functionality in life. Now, we were dealing with this for several days and it was getting old and we were having to go to friends houses and staying with people and living in a completely different place than we were used to which thank you so much to those people that let us stay with them and taking care of us Uh, you know who you are and we will always be grateful to y'all for that but eventually we had to get life somewhat back to normal so instead of sitting around and waiting instead of trying to figure out What we could do to just keep living somewhere else and keep abiding by someone else's rules, we took matters into our own hand. After several trips to Home Depot, there's what are called shark bite fittings. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of that, but it is essentially just a coupler that slides onto whatever it is, copper, PVC, galvanized, and it creates a seal and it's a fitting for water lines. So you can attach them to pretty much whatever. Now, whenever you've got five or six breaks in the roof of an attic, you gotta get creative when you go to Home Depot and there's no standard fittings. I ended up with adapters and valves that went from a three quarter inch, which was our lines upstairs, to a one inch. I ended up with three quarter inch pressure gauges. I ended up with cutoff valves. I ended up with hot water heater hoses. I had section of one inch pipe in between sections of three quarter inch pipe just to be able to restore water so we could have the ability to shower and live in our own home. Now it was still less than ideal. Our main master bedroom had flooded so we ended up having to move into the back of the house. This was a totally unprecedented thing for us we did not expect it we had dogs with us Uh, we had two jobs that we were trying to work during the middle of this and it was just crazy like I said we had some fantastic friends in the area and if it wasn't for them we probably would have come out of this situation a lot worse off so number one Make sure you take control of your own situation and circumstances. You've got to do it every day in your life and make your situation what you want it to. Because you never know, there might not be the opportunity for the plumbing company to come over because everybody else is going through the same thing. There might not be the opportunity for you to call the property management team because guess what? They're not answering the phones because they're getting blown up for people going through the same thing as you. So you have to take ownership. Number two, be prepared for the unexpected. And then you have to adapt and you have to make do with what you have available. And like I just mentioned with all those fittings and all that terrible plumber work that you heard me talk about, you have to adapt and overcome those things and those obstacles that life presents you with. It's something you can do every single day. Use what you have at your fingertips. Use what you have at your disposal. Wear out every single avenue available to you in order to find success. It's the Boy Scout motto. Everybody always talks about it. Be prepared. And guys, that's one thing that we were not going into this. Luckily, we had some canned goods. Luckily, we had a couple of propane bottles and a small propane grill out back. We had a few different things and sources of water that were fresh water that we could use, and we got 
by. Like I said, we had a lot of help from some friends and some opportunities to do that. They ended up getting power back on over there before we did. And that was a huge factor in all of this, in this whole situation. But one thing I learned is we were totally and unequivocally unprepared for the situation that we found ourselves in. So now, whenever that kind of weather comes around or whenever a situation arises, and just in general, my wife and I go out of our way to make sure that we are prepared. We go out of our way to make sure we are in the best situation possible. And I try to apply these things to everything in life. Fitness is huge. I talk about fitness regularly. I am not training for a specific event. Sure, I love ultra running and I've got a race coming up in April, but I am getting in better shape and I'm getting more functionally fit because I want to be able to handle just about anything life throws at me. And I'm not just talking about the bad things of being able to get out of the truck and go change a tire on the side of the road in 100 degree weather here in South Texas. I'm not talking about being able to help my friends or family carry a large couch up six flights of stairs. I'm talking about being available for the opportunities. If somebody calls me and says, hey man, you want to go work out? Hey, you want to go play some basketball? Hey, you want to go on a hike? I want to be able to live life to the fullest. I want to be prepared for whatever life might throw at me and whatever situation I might find myself in. It is something that I have had to learn and I have had to put into play to be ready and be prepared and be able to adapt to all of the different things life is going to throw at you. And we know life is going to throw things at you we know it's not going to pull punches and it does not do it on a daily basis as is everybody deals with challenges everybody sees the trials in their life so why not do what you can to be prepared to take those on head on every single time number three guys and this one i've talked about and touched on through this whole story but number three is surround yourself with quality people we had some fantastic friends through this whole event. They were hospitable to us. They let us stay in their home. They opened it up to us. They allowed us to move in, eat their food, because we really didn't have many options, use their utilities. Everything that they had available to them, they made available to us. It was fantastic. There's also a couple of other points I want to make around this. One, having a good partner who can roll with the punches, who can take things as it comes, who doesn't freak out in situations like this is so important. I cannot even express how important it is to you. Having a partner who can help you be successful, who is not full of drama, who doesn't overreact or freak out, who helps try to problem solve and move in a proper direction towards success in situations like this is worth more than almost anything else you can have in this life. And on another side of that, with the friends and with the people you surround yourself with, we had a crew of guys that came out of the woodworks for my work to help with an event, to help with a situation that came up. And even some of my friends who were not involved in the situation, the same ones we were staying with and living with, dove in to help out. And I'm going to lead into number four with that story. Now I'm going to continue. If you make a commitment, you must honor it. The story I was just talking about with my friends coming out of the woodworks and the crew coming out of the woodworks to help out, 
During this storm, the railroad crossings all across South Texas and Southeast Texas did not have power, which created a very dangerous situation, as you can imagine. So we had a company that worked with us and was a customer of ours who handled the maintenance of all of those railroad crossings. If anybody doesn't know, light towers have a generator on them. And for some reason, my store that I was running in Angleton happened to have about 60 light towers. So in the middle of the 15, 10 degree weather, whatever it was, with the ice on the roads, the snow on the ground, the weather just terrible, it was miserably cold outside, we got the call. It started off with, hey, we need 30 light towers as soon as you can get them, wherever you've got them, we will come pick them up. And I thought to myself, man, I just had my house flooded. I am living out of someone else's home. I am mentally defeated right now. I don't feel like doing a thing. I could have taken that call and said, man, we don't have the ability to do that. Sorry. But guess what? Like I said in point number four, I made a commitment. I signed my name on that dotted line. And whenever you do that, you honor your word. Whenever you give out a handshake, whenever you look someone in the eyes and tell them you're going to do something and you're going to care for something, you follow through with that. So I made that commitment and I decided it was time to go. I started calling my crew that lived in the area. Of course, I was an hour away on a commute, but they all live within about five to 10 minutes of the store down there. So it was a little bit easier, but still very risky nonetheless. And a few of my friends that were at the house with us didn't hesitate. They ponied up and jumped in the truck just to help us. We had to write contracts. We had to load ended up being, by the time all was said and done, 60 light towers onto different trucks in this weather, in the cold, in the nastiness outside. And my guys showed up and they came through big. Every person that we called showed up. We even had guys from an entirely different company, a competitor of ours, hear what we were doing, hear what we were going through, and they showed up to help us out. It was an amazing experience. We had guys from other sections of the company show up and help out, offered even to bring food and water and sources of warmth for us. We had people come out from all over to help us out. And that's why number four ties into commitment and honoring your word but it also goes back to the point of surrounding yourself with good and solid individuals then number five guys be ready and open to opportunity so those of y'all that have been keeping up with this podcast since it came out those of y'all that follow us on social media you've probably seen the transformation that i've underwent this past year I can honestly say that I probably began that development during this time. When my back was against the wall, when my crew's back was against the wall, when we were all in a spot to where we didn't feel like we had what it took, I was in a spot where I wasn't living in my own home. I had no control over that. I had no control over my circumstances at the time because I didn't prepare. I didn't make myself available. I had a great support system, but I wasn't where I needed to be. I was out of shape in all this, so I was huffing and puffing, feeling bad about myself. And I realized a lot of things about where I was in my life and how I was fit to lead and fit to serve 
others. And I realized I wasn't fit to lead and I wasn't fit to serve others. That was huge. And shortly after that, I decided to take on 75 hard, as everyone knows. But what I had to realize is I had to make myself available for these different opportunities that came my way. And I figured that out. And much to the point of some of those earlier ones, like I talked about in earlier points that I talked about during this episode, I wanted to get myself in the best opportunity to be available for whatever came my way. Instead of jumping into another lease or deciding to buy a house in the wake of having to move out of our previous rental, my wife and I decided to do something completely different. We went from going and living in a 2,000 square foot house to moving into a 32 foot travel trailer with two dogs. We had to sell a ton of our stuff. It was a huge life change and it was something that was completely unexpected. We had no idea what we were doing. We had no idea of the maintenance involved in a house like this. No idea of the blocking and leveling that were involved in it. No idea of how to even really set things up, make repairs, and be successful in a travel trailer, especially in a living long-term state. But we decided to take that on because we didn't want to tie ourselves down. We didn't want to be in one spot. We wanted to be open to whatever life threw our way that might benefit us. And when we did that, there was some other major mental changes going on with me because of 75 Heart. There was some other things in life pulling us different directions and because we made ourselves open to those opportunities it actually turns out that my wife received a fantastic job offer with some great family friends let's be honest they're family they're not family friends they're family to us and we were able to start pursuing that and looking into it because we had our options open. We didn't overextend ourselves or commit ourselves over the top to something else that we couldn't fulfill or couldn't control or it would end up having control of us. So when that call came, she was able to pursue it and decide that that was something she was heavily interested in. And we love this area over here in San Antonio where the job offer was. So I started looking around and wouldn't you know it, I started looking at about 6 p.m. one evening. At 5 p.m., the job I have now was posted. I applied, and within two weeks, I had had three interviews and a job offer. It was all laid out in front of me, and it was all too good to be true, it seemed, but here we are. Everything was laid out perfect because we had made ourselves available, because we put ourselves in a position to be open to change and be open to opportunity. And that's something you've got to do every day in life. If you're trying to work a job, if you're trying to advance in your career, you might be trying to move up. And I've talked about this in management a little bit in a previous podcast as well. But if you're looking to advance, you've got to make yourself available for advancement. You've got to train someone behind you to take over your job so it doesn't create headaches. You've got to make sure you are available and comfortable and ready to move on to a position like that. It's the same thing with whatever you find yourself in, whether it's an organization, whether it's church, whatever it might be. You have to put yourself in a situation to where you are truly available. And guys, I just want to roll back through these one more time. I talked about five of them. So number one, 
You have to take control of your own situation and your circumstances. Own it and take responsibility. It might not be your fault, but it is your responsibility. Number two, be prepared for the unexpected. Guys, always be prepared for the unexpected when it comes your way. You've got to make preparations now. Be proactive instead of reactive with the things in your life. Apply that to business. Apply that to your relationship. Apply that to your kids and teaching them things. This rule alone can move your life in a very positive direction. Number three, surround yourself with quality people. Guys, without having quality people surrounding my wife and myself, we would not be in the situation that we are in today. We would not have had the support system to help us move in the right direction. We wouldn't have been able to be available. Heck, the whole reason I had that job in Houston and segued into the equipment industry rather than ag teaching is because of some of the great connections that I had made in college and some of the fantastic people that I knew that helped me get my foot in the door with a company like that. Number four, if you make a commitment, you must honor it. Guys, this doesn't mean that you have to ride off in a battle to your death. It doesn't mean that you have to do something stupid or do something unjust or wrong. But if you make a commitment and the only reason you're not wanting to honor it is because you're feeling sorry for yourself or you don't want to do it or you just don't feel like it that day, then you really need to self-evaluate. You need to realize that if you make a commitment, you need to be a man of your word or a woman of your word. You need to be able to be trusted and honored. And that goes for yourself as well. You hold people to those standards and you allow people to hold you to those standards, but you don't hold yourself to those standards with yourself. Think about that. Number five. Be ready and open to opportunity. Guys, you never know when the next thing in your life is going to come around. You never know when opportunity is going to come knocking. It is something that happens when you least expect it in the place when you seem like you're at the lowest, at the darkest point in your life. Something will come your way. And if you're not looking for it, you'll miss it. Sure, another thing will come along. But who knows if you'll get the opportunity that came your way again. So make sure that you are ready and open to the opportunities that are coming your way. Guys, that's all I've got for you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Next in Line podcast. Make sure you're giving us a rating on whatever platform you are listening on. Subscribe, leave us a comment, a review. Make sure you're liking us on social media and always be prepared for whatever is next in line.